Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Hallelujah. So it's going to be. A, we're going to work. So we are going to. We are, we are praying. Some of, I mean, how many have been praying for this Holy Sunday? Yeah. If you have not been praying, you are not in the bar center. We are praying. We are praying. We are praying. We are putting the logistics together. We are going to invite. This place will be filled with souls. Will be filled with souls. I say it will be filled with souls. It will be filled with souls. It will be filled with souls. Amen. And I tell you. Let me tell you something. Let's try and avoid the Pharisee type of Christianity. I can explain to you. You see, the Pharisee type, religious, holy, into themselves, but they're hypocrites. Jesus couldn't stand the Pharisees at all. And I've come to see that some charismatics are becoming Pharisees. Yeah. One person told me more than they Pharisees. Into themselves, by themselves, holier than thou, always speaking in tongues, but they don't care about the guy down the road. They don't care. We are always about ourselves. I mean, the Bible said they, they, the they, lo- they love to, the Pharisees, they, see, they love to pray long press in public places. You are about ourselves. He came, me, 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 me. But you don't care about the person down the road. And in our minds, we are always judging people. Yeah. In fact, Jesus preferred to relate with a fornicator, the adulterer, than the Pharisees. Seriously. The, the woman who caused, who caused adultery, Jesus was more comfortable with the woman who was caught in adultery than the Pharisee. Yeah. He was more comfortable. He said, not that I'm endorsing the adultery, but go and see them. But the Pharisees, he couldn't stand them. Because, they have, because of this judgmental attitude. Holier than them. When we say all out, reach the young people, reach the souls. I mean, even when we are creating music, that will attract them. You are criticizing the music. Win the loss as well, cause. Some of, this music, some of this music, they were deliberately created by Bishop to attract people who don't, people who are unbelievers so that they can come to church. And you sit down and you criticize it. Meanwhile, you have never won a show. The churches are filled with souls. The churches are filled with souls. People have been attracted to the Lord. And I bet you, let us go and reach all out. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you one thing. I have come to see over the years that look, if God doesn't bless you, nobody can bless you. 
I've come to see over the years that if God says you are through, you are through. And if God says you are out, you are out. Because I've seen some people who act like they are in, but they are not in. It's not your act now put you in. It is God. That's why the Bible says, if a man swears pleases the Lord, he even causes his enemies to be at peace at him. I've seen some people who have been Christians for a long time, but you see that they are not in, they are not prospering in a certain way. And I'm talking about prosperity, not prosperity that is seen by others, not prosperity that you think you are. Because sometimes you think we are prosperous, but we don't see. <laughs> is that truth? No, I know somebody, you are saying you are prosperous, but we. I'm talking about prosperity that you think you are. Prosperity that can be seen. Like the, the, the man in the Bible said, that a notable miracle has been done. Nobody can. There's something called a notable miracle. Nobody can deny it. It's, and I've come to say, at the end of the day, God is the one who blesses. So let us, you see, two things, two things about God. Okay? Your heart. God is holy. God is pure heart. So in your heart, love God. In your heart, love God. Okay? And, in, and, and, and also, love your neighbor. Love God and love your neighbor. Care about the dying world. I have become all things unto all men that I may save some. So when I'm talking about soul in Sunday, I'm talking about your neighbor. I'm talking about your friend. I'm talking about your colleague. All out. All out. Hallelujah. Go into the well. All out. Let's bring them in. So on soul in Sunday, which is Easter Sunday, which is Resurrection Sunday, don't disappoint God. Don't let the blood go to waste. Let us go all out. I said, let us go all out. Hallelujah. So that's what's going to happen. Amen. Wonderful. God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. God is good. I say God is good. Yeah, God is good. So we'll be doing that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, chapter fifteen. Look fourteen. Look fourteen fifteen. Like Pastor Derek said, it's a series. You are used to watching series, so this is it's a sequence. So this is this is Anakazo part. Is it part four or part part? Part three? Part three, Anakazo part three. You like to watch movies. Including Korean Korean movies. I don't know why you don't understand Korean language, but I can watch a Korean movie. Ah, there are subtitles. Okay. And when one of them, that sat at meet with him, heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Next verse. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. And he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, 
for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuses. The first said unto him, I have bought a, a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I ain't coming. <laughs> so that servant came and showed the Lord's things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants, go out quickly into the street and lanes and cities and bring in the hither, the poor, the maim and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those things which, none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. The word they say, go into the highways and the byways and compel. That is the word anakazu. Compel them. Force them to come in. Compel. Compel them. Push them to come in. Because blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Blessed is he. Blessed is he. Compel them. I'll tell you. So let's say compel. Force them to come. That they may be blessed is he. So the master is interested in people coming to his house. Amen. See, and I've come to see. You see, the master is interested in people coming to us. And I've come to see that. Oh, let me say it this way. You probably doesn't need to pray certain type of prayers or certain type of request for God to bless you. Just do what makes God happy and God will bless you. Hallelujah. Just do what makes God happy. God is happy if you compel people to come into his house. And by that making God happy, God will bless you. Hallelujah. And I believe that we, are, we should be a blessed church. Say amen. amen. Let's make our desire to make God happy. And God will bless us. Let's make it our aim to make God happy. Look, if you even at work, you can see that some people, no matter what they do, the boss doesn't talk about them. Because they, they, they are in his good books. That's it. The boss just likes them. That's all. But some people, every day they are looking over your shoulder. Right up upon right up. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, really, 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 there's nothing like fairness. There's something, look, at a, at, at a higher level, the world operates by favoritism. Is somebody hearing me? At a higher level, the world, the world operates by what? Favoritism. Favorite. Favorite. I can tell you. It's, it's, it's only at the grassroots that it's like everything is fair. But when it gets here, it's purely who you like. 
It's purely favoritism. Yeah. That's the best of choosing. I'm telling you. So pray that you'll be favored. I said pray that you'll be favored. I said pray that you'll be favored. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's just, it's just more, 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 more levels that it's all okay. Uh, that one we are sharing equal justice. But when it gets to real money area, <laughs> oh God, I, I, should, I should preach to them. Eh? Real money is not by school, by education, it's by favor. It has never been. <laughs> what do you know? It's like you are my boy. Come, let's go. I say you are like what? You are my boy. Come, let's go. Real money. You can't, no, 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 no. It's my favor. That's why even in the military, I'm like, like in the military, we all know that at the junior ranks, you pass an exam. But when you get to the senior ranks, okay, the general, the commander, it's not by exam. It's by who the president likes. Those ones you are appointed. So, at the basic level, things are by exams and fairness, but at the higher level, it's favoritism. Yeah. Pray that you find favor. And I prophesy that may important people favor you. May important people favor you. May those who matter in your life favor you. Amen. I've come to see that that thing is by favor. And, 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 you see, we are all partial. We are all partial. You don't know you are partial. You are all partial. You see, you stand and insist on the Lord that just because you don't like the person, but when you like the person, you put... <laughs> You see people shouting, Oh, but what they did was wrong. No, you have to, I mean, it's wrong. You have to go by the law. You see, they don't like you. At a certain level, we are all partial. Ella, I couldn't believe I was partial. I thought I was this straight, honest, until one day. <laughs> Same church. I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm, talking, I'm giving an example that you same church. When we, when we were in uh, Muhammad Ali, and Brother Lawrence was the choir master, I remember some girl did something mulliganous, no good at all, and I've been making the rules. If you do this, if you do that, then, then, then Lawrence came to see me that red. This girl, did, 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 did. but you see, I was partial towards the girl. <laughs> you see, because it was like a daughter, you know, one of those, I was partial. So as Lawrence was speaking, hoping that I would apply the rule, <laughs> I just look at him and so I, I, I mumbled somewhere, I did not do it. <laughs> That's when I know that, look, everybody is partial. Nobody should say that immediately, I'm fair and honest. No, you are partial. It depends on what is at stake. 
That is why, you see, that is why when the angel visited Mary, the angel said, Thou art highly favored. Period. Thou art highly favored. Your choice is based on favor, not qualification. Yeah. Even as a, even as a race, God was partial towards us. That's why the Bible said that, Who is man? That thou art mindful of. Or the son of man. Who's man? Because when the angels sin, no, 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 see, when the angels sin, when Lucifer and the angels sin, God did not give them a second chance. I'm preaching to you. When Lucifer and the angels sin, God did not give them a second chance. He cast away a third of the angels from heaven straight to earth. They were not given a second chance. But when man sinned and made a mistake, he gave us a second chance by sending his son to come and die for us. That's why the angels are called, who is man? So God was partial towards us. He favored us. He did not treat us the same way he treated the angels. So who is man? The angels were wondering, ah, but we won't be sinned. Away. But this moment when they made a mistake, you actually send yourself to give them a second chance. Who is man? And usually, usually that is that is the question people ask when you are favored. Is it when you are favored? People was like, but who is this guy? May that be your story. I said, when you enter, man, they say, Who are you? Why is he here? Because by all Stand up, you are not supposed to be here. So then you say, Who is man? So I'm talking about, let's go back to compel. That's what made God happy. God says, Compel. Let's bring people into the kingdom. And as we bring people into the kingdom, God will favor you. Hallelujah. Who is man? So compel them. Bring them because blessed is he that shall eat bread at my table. Hallelujah. And last week I shared, you see, as we are learning, we are also learning about, we are also, by this Anakalo story, we are also even learning about life. Because last week we learned that one of the things that the master said, the master said, when they came to give the excuses, which most of us are good at accepting, who I'll talk about today. Masters don't, the master did not take the excuse. He said, and the master, being angry, said, go quickly. 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 Quickly into the street. Quickly. His reaction was swift. So last week, I talked about the function of speed to achieve. Speed is a determinant. Speed is a determinant. Speed is a determinant. One of the ways that you are sure to fail is when you are slow. The master said, quickly. Quickly. And you see, because, because like I said last week, sometimes delay means denial. 
The fact that you do not do it when you're supposed to do it, that's it. So this attitude at all, it will be done, it will be done, it will be done. No, it may not be there. Delay means denial. And sometimes we Christians, as we delay and we are denied, then we quote verses to, cons- comfort our, to, co- to console us. That's why we quote verses that oh, all things work together for good. No, all things, all things did not work together for good. This one you were denied. Don't come and say all things work together for good. Sometimes some of the verses that we, we, we quote for ourselves, it is out of context. When you are supposed to do something and you did not do it and it passes away, don't say that. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. His time was last week, it was gone. <laughs> don't come and tell me like in his time. Delay means delay. We are too good at procrastination. Everything tomorrow. Everything tomorrow. When are you going to write this exam? Tomorrow. When are you going to do this in? Tomorrow. When are you, I mean, some of us are good at procrastinating. Even when you are washing dishes, you wash half and leave half inside. <laughs> you are already standing at the sink and washing the dishes. Why don't you finish? I'm preaching to you. The dishes is already in the sink and you are already standing there. But you do too. And leave the ones when will you do it? Tomorrow. You are cleaning your small house. There are three rooms. You clean two rooms and leave one. When will you do it? I'll come back later. Shame on you. Procrastination. Everything. Everything. The master moved quickly. Quickly. Because Speed is a determinant. Speed is a determinant. Everything by you is everything. I don't see why you are cleaning three rooms. You do two, then you leave the other one. You are washing dishes. You do, then you leave part inside. The only thing that when you start, you are not sure is when you are watching the series. <laughs> you don't pause. Listen. There is one scripture that compels me somewhere. I like calling it somewhere. Somewhere is a good name. You see, somewhere, it's one scripture that compels me. You see, I must work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. You see, the Bible said, the night cometh. Not that, not, not, not that when no man will not work, cannot. There is something called night. So I must work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. When, when you don't do, when the night comes, no matter how much you try, you cannot. For the night cometh. Recently, I was talking to a particular sister. Some brother was interested in her. And she was just dilly-dallying. You know how they are. Reverend. 
I looked at her and something rose up. I said, look, you, standing here in front of me, your current stock value, if you let this guy go, <laughs> you see, you see, one of the things that I'm very good at nowadays is the ability to give stock values. God bless you. This one had gone because sometimes delay means denial. There's a time for everything. I must work while it is day for the night coming when no man can wake. So the master, he moves quickly. There, see, there's something called the night of your life. I tell you, when you get there, you can't do anything. Hallelujah. Yeah. Even building, there's somebody here trying to build a house. I'm prophesying to you. The delay will cancel the project. You better rise up and do it now. I speak to you prophetically. Finish it now. Because it can easily go into a spiral. Hallelujah. Because delay is now. Yeah. Yeah. Delay means denial. I must work while it is day for the night cometh when no man can wake. So always have this attitude that look, there is something called the night. There is something called the night. There is something called. If you ever get close to our prophet, Bishop Doug, you understand speed. When Bishop tells you to do something, if you don't do it, within two days, a new project has come. Because the anointing moves with speed. The anointing moves with speed. Hallelujah. I actually feel in my spirit that somebody you are doing, finish the house. Build it. Because if you don't finish it, it will become uncompleted, one of the many uncompleted projects. So finish it. Whatever it takes. Speed. Get it done. I say, get it done. Amen. And you are here, you are living in, 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 in sin. And you keep on giving yourself excuses, excuses. Very soon, you will adapt to the problem and it will not help you. So get it done now. Stop it now. Yeah. Stop it now. Otherwise, you will adjust to it. So now that there's a strong convention, stop it now. I prophesy to you. This convention is strong. Stop it now. Take, the, take advantage of the anointing and commitment to stop it now. Otherwise, you will metamorphosize to live with it. The night comes when no man can work. Hallelujah. 
speedy. It's a determinant. There's a strong anointing here. Stop it. Decide that today I came to church and the man of God spoke. So today, this thing ends. Because by its ending, God is going to shoot you up. Because that sin has become like a weight. It is keeping you down. You were meant to be an eagle fly, but you are crawling like a duck because the weight is too much. May God set you free. Amen. Speed! Hallelujah. The master being angry. So we talked about, the master was, he moves with speed. Amen. Yeah. And the master did not accept excuses. And I'll keep on saying it again. The servant thinks he will accept the excuses, but the master did not. The master, he being angry, he did not accept the excuses. And I'll tell you what, because look, what, what were the excuses? What were the excuses? Anyway. You see, when you are mature, when you are mature, when you know things, when you understand things, one thing I can tell you again, Samuel, is that a lot of excuses are lies. Do you know a lot of excuses are lies? Do you know that? Oh, yeah. A lot of excuses are lies. If you really analyze it, you find that they are lies. After all, after all, look at the excuse that they gave. One said, I bought, what did he say? Why is that not? And they began to, to make an excuse. The first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground and, and, and I must need to go and see it. First of all, the party was in the night. Okay, I tell you. Jojo, the party was in the night. How, you go, how, you, how are you going to look at a land that you bought in the night? Who looks at the land in the night? What the Bible says, at supper time. And in, listen to me. And in those days, there was no electricity. There was no floodlight. So it, I mean, talking about in those, there was no electricity. So when it's night, it's dark. So who goes and look at, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about today that there's electricity. There was no electricity. So how will you see the land in the night? I think we were born yesterday. I said we were thinking we were born yesterday. Oh, red, red, you know, you know, in, 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 I, I was trying to camp, but when I checked, you know, the bus was not running. You're a liar. You know, I got late because I got stuck in traffic. That's what somebody said that. We were surprised that the people who were reporting to work at late because of traffic, when they were, when, when we went on Zoom, they were still late coming on Zoom. <laughs> so now, what is the excuse? Internet traffic. <laughs> Look at the excuse. There was no electricity at that time, so how do you go and look at the land in the night? I put a piece of land and I'm going to see it. And another said, I bought five, I have bought five yards of oxen and I must go prove them. In other words, you are going to take the oxen.
oxen to go and plow in the night. <laughs> look, lies, eh? Look, a lot of excuses are lies. And the other one was damn rude. Another said, I've married a wife. I never forget I can come. I cannot come. Because a lot of excuses, I'm telling you, a lot of excuses are lies. That's what it is. A lot of excuses. You see, look at this verse very carefully. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 13. Proverbs 26, 13. The slothful man or the lazy man said there is a lion in the way. A lion is in the street. The lazy man, the slothful man, why aren't you getting out of here? Why aren't you going? Why are you still lying in bed? Why aren't you coming out? No, no, because there's a lion in the street. Lion in the street? Not a cow, a lion in the street. The slothful man, the lazy man, he says that there is a lion in the street. What I'm trying to say, share with you that a lot of excuses are born out of laziness and lies, the two L's. Laziness. People who give excuses a lot are lazy people. The lazy man says there's a lion in this, a lion in the street. The reason why I'm not getting out of my house is because there's a lion in the street. And unfortunately, I don't care who you are, what you do. If you have the spirit of laziness, you will become a liar too. Because at the point you have to lie to explain. You're not moving. You have to lie. You have to lie to explain why the, the why you didn't cook that food. You have to find a story to lie to. Why come that you didn't make that dinner for your husband? You have to lie because you come and say that the shop was closed. There's no tomatoes. You are lying. <laughs> All the stores are closed. You're lying. Because you see, the only way, let, let me tell you something. The only way you can sustain your lazy life is by lying. And I told one brother, Oh, right, you know. Nah, right, you know. The, the market is low. They, they are not hiring. There are no jobs. There are no jobs. There are no jobs. Nah, they're downsizing. That's why I can't get a job. But me, to me, the, his problem was not no jobs. He was lazy. One day I said, myself, look, okay, tell me about your day. You understand? How many jobs did you set on the internet? How many did you apply? A grown-up man, you stay home and you play video games and you sleep and you come... 
watching series. A grown up man, and your wife is working out there hard. And when your wife comes again, honey, how did I go? Well, you know, I, I, I said, here, I said, there were no job. So I said, give, give me the printout of the job that you search. Lazy man. The only way you can sustain laziness is lying. That's why the Bible said the sloth, the lazy man. He said there's a lion. The lazy person. Look at it. The lazy person, I like this version. The lazy person is full of excuses saying, I can't go outside because there might be a lion on the road. Yes, I am sure there's a lion out there. Laurenta, <laughs> can you believe it? I'm sure. You want us to believe that there's a lion out there? You want us to believe that there's a lion on 18th Avenue? Lazy. Lazy people are liars. I'm telling you. Because that's the only way you can sustain it. Lazy. Yeah. You have to lie. You have to lie why you didn't do the homework. You have to lie. You have to always lie because you are lazy. Uh, you know what? I was trying to do the work. Then the computer crashed. The computer crashed when you were doing your homework. But when you were playing the game, it did not crash. I know you. When you were playing the game, it did not crash. The game that uses more megabytes, you were able to play. You and your friend, you were playing games, you were here, your friend was in uh, Edison, you were, another one was in North Brunswick, and you were on online. But when it came to the English assignment, the computer froze. The lazy man. Excuses. Excuses. And let me tell you something. As for lying, as for lying, first of all, it's not a good thing to begin with. Because when you are lying, you are operating under the domain of Satan. The Bible says he's the father of all lies. But apart from lying not being a good thing, one of the worst lies to lie. I mean, you can lie, to, you can lie, but this particular lie, don't lie at all. Should I tell you? So I tell the, the type of lie that shouldn't lie at all. Other lies, no, no, all lies are not good, but this particular one, they don't at all. You know the type of lie you shouldn't lie at all. Should I tell you the type of lie that you should avoid? The worst lie or the, or the baddest of all lies is the lying to yourself. To lie to yourself. To lie to yourself is the worst lie. yourself. You don't look at yourself in the mirror to assess the word of God and see who you are. You lie to yourself. There's something called self-deception. You lie to yourself. You are looking to yourself. You know that you don't have this and you are lying to yourself. It's the worst form of lies. And that lie, when you get there, sometimes it's punishment from God. Because God wanted to punish them, he made them believe in a lie. You are standing, you, you, you are looking at yourself. 
you are lying to yourself that this, that, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Meanwhile, you instead of admitting that I am lazy. Like yourself. Some people are good at lying. You must be able to at, you see, you must be able to look at them and look. The way I am behaving, I am a bad wife. Instead of lying to yourself that well, well, it's my temperament. Tempera what? <laughs> I'm preaching. Well, it's my temperament. You know, I'm choleric. That's why I don't. You are lying to yourself. We're bad. We're a bad husband. You see, you must be able to ask me that look. You see, don't lie to yourself. You must just be able to. You're a bad You're a bushman. You're just a bushman. So you must be able to admit, look, from the way I grew up, you, you are simply a bushman. You don't know how to buy flowers. You don't know how to do it. You are just a bushman. <laughs> I'm preaching. You are just a bushman. <laughs> you are just a bushman. You don't, know, you don't know that on her birthday you have to buy a card. You have to buy flowers. You are just simply a bushman. You are, you are simply a bushman. And instead of admitting, I don't know and learning, you are lying to yourself. Well, me, I'm practical. I don't believe in those things. You are lying. You are a bushman. <laughs> you are a bushman. Stop saying that, well, I don't believe in those things. You are a bushman. Just admit. Admit that, look, from the way I grew up, I'm, I don't know these things. And because, of, because I don't know this, I am handicapped. And therefore, let me make the effort to learn so that I can improve upon it. Mr. Bushman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just, you know. Just admit. As for, for self-deception, eh? it's, it's the worst form of deception. Whereby you believe it in a lie. Because, you see, the reason why people are, sometimes even the reason for your pride is your belief in a lie. Aren't you serious? I'm preaching. The reason why your, your pride is born out of your belief in a lie. Because you believe in a lie that you see, you have believed in a lie that you are all that, but we are not all that. I'm preaching. You have believed, you see, you think you are all that. That is why you are so proud and haughty. Meanwhile, look. But you're not. If we were to put you down and analyze you pound for pound for pound, line for line. We can actually point a lot of deficiencies. You see, and that pride is what people don't even. It's because of that belief in it, that pride. Okay, believe in the lie. That's why even at the end of the day, people don't come near you because you are not you are not as you think you are. Don't believe in the lie. Oh. 
Don't be, one, you see, one time I told a friend of mine, I said, look, Charlie, the fact that you have classmates, okay, the fact that you have classmates and you sat in class with some people means that what you, what you, what you can do, other people can do. That's the thing. That's the thing. I said, look, because you are not the only person in your class. They were classmates. It means what you can do, other people can do. So if God has blessed you to do it, see it as the grace of God and the message of God and don't feel too cute because what you can do, other people can do. Yeah, that's what I told him. I said, look, tell him what you can do. Unless you are the only person in your class. But once you have classmates, it means what you are doing, other people can do. So if you are, have the opportunity, you must be grateful to God and say like Paul, I am what I am by the grace of God. And don't be too proud. Don't be too arrogant. And, and, and I still stand by it. So I always tell all the women when I'm officiating where they look. 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 Don't be deceived. Okay? There are a lot of women that this guy can marry. They don't be, I'm saying it. This guy standing there, there are a lot of women he can marry. So if he has chosen you, be humble and be grateful and don't say that, me now. Look at me. Kai! You think you're that special? Moses. I can see that. Look, don't, don't feel cute, though. This brother. He, he, a lot. It is just the grace of God that has found you. So be humble. So every woman who is married, you should be grateful. And don't take it as I'm. No, look at me. I'm pressing to you. Look, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. By population census, there are more women than men. And even the Bible says you should marry one to one. Then where, where would the rest go? <laughs> so it's a blessing. So don't be cute. I'm preaching to you. Oh, what about the men? Hey. Next time when you preach, you can say what you want to say. But I'm preaching. <laughs> Please. Everything you can do. One time, a very mature man was advising us. He said, look. He almost like, almost like 80 at that time. He said, look. Listen. It's young to boost that at all. Bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. That's what he was saying. He was saying we are, when you say bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, you are young. This is the woman that was made for me by destiny. He said, you are young. I said, and we said, why? He said, look, as you grow, you begin to like, you could have married this one, you could have married this one, you could have married this one. It don't have made any difference. You are all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good preaching? He said, he, he was almost, he said, like, yeah, 
Joshua, you, you, you could see that you could have married this one, this one, this one, and it wouldn't make any much difference, as you think. So if somebody has put a ring on your hand, don't think you are all that. Rather be grateful, humble yourself, and call him my Lord. As Sarah called him my Lord. <laughs> so, happy Joyce, call him Lord Moses. <laughs> Lord Moses. <laughs> I should say it again. Call him what? Lord Moses. <laughs> Yum, what I am. Young ladies, are you hearing me? I'm sure you are thinking in your The day I offer you to wedding, when you are, when you are saying, I want you to do what? <laughs> it's a good policy. Yeah. Many excuses. But she by the one of things that they are lies. They are lies. There's a lie in the street. That is why I'm talking about Anakazo here. The lazy man will make an excuse, but the Anakazo man will make a way. One of the things you must have is way making ministry. Amen. Because people make a lot of excuses, but it's not true. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 19. Yeah. First Corinthians 9.19. He said that, For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain them more. Next verse. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them, to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. Next verse. To them that are without, as without, to them that are without the law, as without the law, being not without the law to God, but under the law of Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made, this is the best, I am made all things unto all men, that I might by all means save some. So what I'm trying to say is that the spirit of Anakazo is the spirit that does not accept excuses but will make a way. Way making. Because if you want to do something, you will make a way. Paul is saying that I have become, said to the Jew, I wanted to save the Jew, so I became like a Jew. I wanted to save the Gentile, so I behaved like a Gentile. I wanted to save the weak, so I behave like the weak. Like, whatever it takes for me to save somebody, I, I became the person I make a way. So, what he's trying to tell us is that I didn't say that, well, uh, I'm a Jew and it's a Gentile, so I cannot come near him. If my aim is to save him, then I must adapt. I'm preaching to you life-changing principles. So, you see, if you want to get it, learn, learn to adapt. You are too rigid. 
Some of us are too rigid in our ways. We can't adapt at all. We cannot be flexible. Everything must go this way. But I tell you, I tell you, you want, like I said last week, you want to get here. And this is the way you know. But the way is blocked. You must let to come through here. To the Jew, there's something called way making. You make a way. You make a way. You make a way. You want to preach the gospel, make a way. You must make a way. You want to be a Christian, make a way. You can't say, well, um, well, Reverend, you know my job. I have to go to work on Sundays and everything. Listen to me. I also had the same problem. But I made a way. Put your hand together for the Lord. Way making. Make a way. He said to the Jew, I became like a Jew. Though them under, I like under the law. That is anakazo. You see, I'm talking about anakazo compared somebody who, who, who has the aim that I must get it no matter the obstacles. Make a way. I became. I became. Do, do you think he was comfortable in that circumstances? No. But he had an aim. Yeah. Like one time I told some brother, look, I think where you are now, I know and you see, I know, I know you, are living, you are used to living in luxury. But where you are now, it's not going to work. So I'm telling you to downsize. Move into a one-bedroom apartment. It's uncomfortable. It is difficult. But that's, that needs to be done now if you want to get what you are doing. Make a way. If the way means you have to live in one small bedroom for now, do it. So that you can finish that school. Make a way. Make a way. To the Jew, I became like a Jew. If, if, listen to me. If where you are living now is making it difficult for you to achieve something in your career and your marriage, then move. Make a way. Endure the discomfort for a while. Make a way. To the Jew, I became like a Jew. We must become, you see, Make a way, Anakazo. If I have to dance like young people so I can save them, I have to behave like that. Make a way. Don't be too rigid. Don't be too rigid. Some of us, our problem is our rigidity. That is why I told you this church that listen to me. The future, the future does not belong to the strong. The future belongs to those who are adaptable. The future has never belonged to the strong. It belongs to those who are good at adaptation. And my reason, my reason is that the dinosaur is extinct. Because the dinosaur was a huge creature. Very big. But as the climate changed and the geographical change, they could not adapt to the new temperature. So as big as they were because they lacked the ability to adapt to the new temperature, the dinosaur does not exist anymore. But the snake, not break the lizard, which is the, the lizard is the smallest of the dinosaur, they're in the same family anyway. But because they were small and they have thermal regulatory mechanisms, they have adapted. So the huge one, as big as it is, because of inability to adapt, is gone. But the small one that was able to adapt is still around. Because the future has not belonged to the strong. It belongs to those who are adaptable. 
you hearing me? We have had a pandemic. The world is now, now we have a pre-COVID world, a COVID world, and a post-COVID world. The world is entering into a post-COVID world. Some things will not be done the way you are used to. You want to survive in the future? Adapt. You are too rigid. You are too rigid. Some careers are some careers are going to become dinosaurs. So you better adapt. Best thing that way, me, I don't understand computers. Idiot. Better learn computers. <laughs> The earlier you are beginning to understand computers, the better you are. Because you are going to move into a post-COVID world. Things will not come back the way you think. I don't know how to use Zoom. You don't know how to use Zoom. You better learn how to use Zoom. The future. And the cars will make a way. We used to have one brother. We used to call him Anakazo brother. Man. I'm not... And a castle in terms of soul winning. Nobody, nobody can be that brother. He will invite you to church. And on Sunday, I am right there, he invites someone to church. Then on Sunday, which one, and we should all learn from him. He'll go to pick them to church. No one invite, but he'll go to pick them. And one day when he went, the guy said, Oh, I can't come. There's a why can't you come? So because my shirt. It's not ready. The brother said, no problem. So, I'm running late. He said, no problem. He said, look, bring the shirt. This Christian brother collected the guy's shirt. He said, I'm, I'm ironing your shirt. Go and bath. I'm sunny. I'm ironing your shirt. <laughs> he ironed the shirt. Wait for him. Put on. He would rather come to church late with a soul than come early without anybody. That's Anakazu. So if we are going to, we are talking about Swelling Sunday and Akazo, some of you must be prepared to bring people in your car. And you wives, if your husband says, I'm going to pick somebody, don't become an opposition leader. Well, why are you going to burn hey, Sun Sundays are only family time. And now you are going to bring a third person. Ah, daughter of Abraham, when will you change? <laughs> yeah, Sundays are only family time. And now there's a third person. When can we be together? Ah, daughter of Abraham. Daughter of Abraham. Please. It's an akazo. Let him pick a stranger. Make a way. When we started a church, we used to go away. We used to have an akazo parties with bishop, when we were students. We organized a party. You know, a lot of unbelievers don't like church, but they like parties. So we say party. We'll do flyers. Next, we'll do flyers, party on campus. And then they will come. Think that they come to jam. So people will come. Then when they come, we'll start the music. Get down on it. Get down on it. Why do you want to stand in and never? Then in the middle, party, everything will change. Go small. Then they are shocked. 
How great is our God. You see, you see the unbelievers? What's going on here? And then he will stand up and he will preach and make an altar call. And many of those people got saved. In fact, most of our pastors in London got saved by two of those parties. They are, they are saved and they are pastors now because we use anakazo. To the Jew, I became like a Jew. So I was living, I remember when I was telling this to my college student, one of the, one of the guys said that, that's actually interesting, Reverend. I said, why? He said, they do the reverse. The students here do the reverse. I said, really? I said, what, what do you mean? It's so. Usually when there's a party on campus, people are jamming. Then when the police comes, they change it to gospel music. <laughs> Have you seen how the have that's what they do on campus. They're like, yeah, jump. I swear the police comes no. They change to gospel. The, the police will say, Oh, this is like. <laughs> so he was he was it amazed that I was saying we did the reverse to save souls. And they are doing the reverse to save. <laughs> That's what they do on campus now. They jam, and when the police come now, we change the music to gospel. Yeah. Under the law. Listen to me. By all means, you mean so. Your rigidity will not help you. Your stiffness will not help you. The future belongs to the adaptable, not the strong. Amen. If we are going to win souls, we must be flexible. Hallelujah. Some of you have to start acting young. You are too, first of all, you are not that old to begin with. Should I tell you something? Hmm? No, you are not, you are not that old. You know, some people have a way of carrying themselves. I think they are some mama, some auntie. You are not that old. You are not that old. You are not. Stop behaving like that. Stop behaving like that. You are acting like some. You are not that old. You are not that old. You are only 42. 42, you are behaving like some grandmother all over the place. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know one of the, one of the, one of the keys to long life is to associate with young people. Yeah. It gives you a fountain of truth. Amen. So everybody, I will advise you. You must learn to have friends at three levels. Older than you. At your age, and younger than you. Maintain the three level of friendship because everyone has something to offer to you. So don't be too excited when they call you Auntie Mommy, Auntie Mommy, please. <laughs> I'm not saying they shouldn't call you, but don't be too excited about it. To the Jew. Came like a Jew. Amen. Today is my prayer that we will have the spirit of Anakazu, which is the way-making spirit. To the Jew, I became like a Jew. To the Greek, I became like a Greek. Whatever the goal is, may God give you the flexibility and the anointing to adapt 
so that you can achieve that goal. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. worship you. Lord, we worship you. And I cast over to the Jew, I became like a Jew, a God. To the Gentile, as Gentile. To the Greek, as a Greek, God. Oh, Jesus. Moving in this place. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. I worship you. Oh, Jesus. May God make a way for you. Whatever you have to ask, come obstruction. A difficult, the grace to adapt, the grace to change, the grace to be flexible. Way maker, way maker, way maker, way maker. Oh God. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. I am what I am by the grace of God. I pray for the grace. It's not you, it's not your nature. It's not what you are used to, God. The grace of God is sufficient. And he said, 
time for communion. Believe in the Holy Scriptures. Take it. This is my body, which was broken for you. Drink. This is my blood, which was poured out for you. Thank you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless, it is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, it is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal. It is the meal of God. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Oh, Jesus. When I see the blood. Oh, over you when I see the blood I will pass over you when I see the blood I will pass over you from heaven either either this bread will live and not die as Christians we must believe in the body of Christ he sent his son that by his stripes we are healed this Sunday afternoon what you are holding in your hand is the body of Christ. If this was poison and you drink it, it will kill you. So in the same way, if this is life, as you eat it, you will live. We lift. Father, we thank you for the body that was broken. Thank you that every disease every infirmity hypertension diabetes asthma depression sickle cell anxiety suicidal thoughts father by the broken bread we are healed in Jesus name amen you may eat the bread And the Bible said that same night he took the cup. This is the cup of blessing which we bless. Let me tell you something. 
Christians, believers, look at me. Please hold on. Look at me carefully. You see? One of the fundamental things I want all of you to, to accept and believe that Christianity is a supernatural religion. Amen. And one of the reasons why we come to church Sunday after Sunday is not because we have nothing to do, but we believe in the supernatural. No, it's not because we have nothing to do. We believe in the supernatural. We are busy people who could have slept in our rooms. But it's our belief in the supernatural that brings us here Sunday after Sunday. And that's because of that belief in the supernatural. That's why we believe that this is the this one after prayer is the blood of Jesus. Amen. So I want you to believe that look, as a believer, God will protect you from sickness and disease. Amen. Amen. Even if you're on medication, believe God that Father, by your healing power, I will be off this medication. This is the cup of blessing. You must believe that because you drank communion, the, the, the mistake that you made at work will be forgiven. Amen. You must, this is, the, this, this is the, the cup of blessing. You must believe, you must really believe that because of this small thing, about uh, 10 ml or 5 ml that you are drinking, because of this small thing, as you drive in and out, you will be delivered from accidents. You must believe that this is accident-proof medicine. Amen. That's what it is. And as you believe, you will see it. I say, as you believe, you will see it. So it's not something that we are, it's not a ritual. It is a supernatural thing. I strongly believe that because of this, as I drive on the 80 in and out, no accident shall come near me. believe it. You must believe it. This is the bread of life. This is the cup of blessing. Even as you are battling with depression, you must believe that it is because of this cup, the depression will disappear. Look, you must believe that. The Bible says that there is a blessing in it. Say, destroy it not. Say, destroy it not, for there is a blessing in it. So you must believe that as you are partaking of this communion, anything that is planned to destroy you will not work. Amen. Including colleagues at work, evil partners, bad friends, officials that are wicked against you, it will not work. In the name of Jesus, you may drink the blood. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Yes, let's pray. Way back on Calvary. Oh, Jesus. The blood. That gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. Oh, the blood 
is restored. Amen. I say every heart problem is restored. Amen. Your heart is beating regular. Your heart is normal. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name, your energy is coming back. Yes. Because your heart has been healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Please be seated and let's get our first and best. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.